Hey, everybody, welcome back to Off the Couch on the Blister Podcast Network, where we take a closer look each week at the wide, sometimes incredibly weird, and occasionally wonderful world of running. I'm your host, Jonathan Ellsworth. I'm also the founder of Blister, and you can check out everything we're doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com. Off the Couch is presented by CBG Trails. The CBG Trails app is the only complete trail map app of Crested Butte and the Gunnison Valley, Colorado. So download the app today and start exploring. Well, I never, ever imagined that I would be saying this, but this week we have back on the show Mr. Cappuccino of the Cappuccino Cowboys. Now, of course, your first question is why? Why on earth? And I understand, and basically what happened was that I was informed by my assistant that Mr. Cappuccino wanted to come back on the show to issue an apology for his juvenile, idiotic, disturbing, and truly appalling behavior. Now again, obviously, I had zero intention of ever allowing Mr. Cappuccino back on this show, but I did really feel like an apology to you, our fine audience, was in order. And so, he's back. And with that, here we go again. Well, Mr. Cappuccino, I guess I'm happy to hear that you wanted to come back and get on another call. Um, I think that it is big of you to come and want to apologize for that, you know, I think it's fair to call it a catastrophe of the last conversation. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, we were definitely talking about an apology, but not me coming on here to apologize. I expected you were going to apologize the way you handled that first interview. I'm not apologizing to ultra running as a whole. I mean, the only whole apology I need is an apology from this a-hole right here that I'm talking to, to me. I'm sorry, exactly what do you think that I owe you an apology for? Well, Jonathan Smellsworth, I, I think those questions were so loaded and uh, it was a tough interview to listen to, one, but also for me to get through. I think if there's going to be any apology, I still also think that the way that you talked about Eric Sensman and Jared Hazen in particular was just another another offensive thing. I don't even I don't even remember what you're talking about now, to be honest. I don't know what you're referring to, but I can understand I watch a lot of Sex in the City, and I can understand that like Eric's kind of a Samantha, so I think I'm kind of getting what you're saying. And Jared is like a little bit of a Samantha, you know? So like that it kind of makes sense what you're saying. They're a Samantha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh you know they, all the guys from the from the group kind of fit into that show. You know, you have like Tommy, who's like kind of a Samantha. And then you have like uh, Jared. No, I already did him. You have Cody, who's like, that's textbook Samantha. Um, who else do we have there? Steve Kirsch. Oh, something about Steve Kirsch. Now that he's a big man sponsored by Drymax, 
he's hard to be around. I just need to air that. That's something we didn't get to last time is he's, he's bringing in that big sock money. And I hate to see people change, but ever since Drymax got to him, he's just, he just rubs it in your face. You know, like I asked him to hang out the other night and go for a little run, grab some pizza after. And he said, he said he had to check with Drymax before he could go out. And I'm like, you don't have to flex on me with your, you know, big sock money. Also, you're not running that past Drymax, you know? It's ridiculous. He's a Samantha, by the way. Steve Kerr's Samantha. You know there are other characters on Sex in the City. You're you're starting to sound like a Samantha right now, to be honest. Uh, what are the defining characteristics of of a Samantha? Well, okay, so here you go. Uh, so something about you might not know about Tommy Ribs is he used to go on some of his trips, vacations to Cabo or Guatemala, wherever. And he would always wear this Tommy, um, this like, uh, this, uh, open button down shirt, this kind of floral print and stuff. Um, and he'd take a bunch of photos in it, but he'd never post them because, you know, he looked a little, little, little off brand or whatnot. Um, but he'd always send them to me. And so, my nickname for him for a long time was Tommy Bahami, um, just because of that shirt. And that's sh- that's a Samantha thing to do, you know. Hmm. It's like a, like Steve Kirsch is like a, he's like a quiet Steve Kerr. He's like a Steve Kerr, the famous basketball coach. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Of course I do. I'm a huge Steve Kerr fan. Yeah, me too. Hey, we found common ground. I mean, I hate the Warriors. Is that what we're talking about? Um, you're allowed to hate the Warriors, but Steve Kerr, fine University of Arizona basketball player, played with my beloved Chicago Bulls, who are still terrible, but... You have Zach Levine. He's terrible. What? He can jump out of his shoes. He's got the highest vertical in the NBA. Uh, he's, he's not very good at basketball. I'm just curious... Uh, have you received any feedback uh, from angry listeners who were calling in to say they didn't like the way that you talked about Eric or maybe Jared? I mean, damage was done there for sure. Have you? Did you get feedback from people about your comments on Jared or any new thoughts on Jared, God forbid? Uh, I feel like that question assumes you had listeners. But I do, I will add this. Jared is a nice guy. I mean, he's nice to hang out with. He's nice to, you know, get a child's ticket at the movies or to help me get into like a Chuck E. Cheese if I want to play some games. Um, It's hard to buy liquor with him. I'll give him that. It's real hard to do that. Uh, But he's he can be beneficial. If I have if I drop something on the couch, he has a little small hand so he can grab stuff pretty quick. Let me take a second. I've had this idea for a while. I feel like this is a good time to present it. So everyone's obsessed right now with dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, Grindr, all these things out there. People meeting online. It's just like commonplace. And people are obsessed with their dogs. And oftentimes some people just have one dog. And he goes through his whole life living with a family in one house by himself. So imagine an app on your phone 
or computer, wherever, you get apps that matches dogs with other dogs that they may be interested in. We call it doggy style Tinder for dogs. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to ask you about Eric's running for city council. Mm -hmm. Eric Sensman, I'm tired of running with my legs. I'm ready to run my mouth. Well, aside from that snarky comment, how else do you feel about this campaign of his? Uh, it's a real campaign. He's really running. Uh, I think it's summer of 2020 for Flagstaff City Council. I just hope he's training harder for that than he did for TNF. I hope that for this campaign, you will look to make some beneficial posts maybe on Cappuccino Cowboys, really showing... Uh, you know, less less demeaning type things, more positive and sincere type posts. Can we expect, will you promise right now that we can expect this kind of positive content about Eric Sensman on Cappuccino Cowboys? Are you talking about like Photoshopping off his mustache or something like that? Hmm. Have you talked to Jared about this? What does Jared think of the idea? Has he thrown his support in for this campaign? I did. I actually just asked him that question, and he said, I think I'm going to let Eric win this one. So, so uh, again, a part that I'm still pretty confused about, though, is that you're still claiming that you and Eric are actually pretty good friends? Um, I wouldn't... I, I would say Eric probably thinks... That we're good friends, but I don't know if that goes both ways. Josh, you gotta stop. Holy shit. Who was that you? Josh, it's Eric. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Sensman is on the line. I'm excited to be talking to one of you. This isn't this isn't real Eric Sensman. This isn't what Eric sounds like. There's no way he's on the phone. Alright, ask me something that only Eric would know. When's the, when's the last time you ran 136.8K? Nice. That's a good one. Um, I think I blacked out the date. Was it June 29th? Was that Western States? Yeah, that was a Western States. Okay. But Josh, Man, this is I Eric. Think, listen, we actually are friends, but one of our bond, one of our ways of bonding, uh, as you know, is to make fun of Jared. So I don't know why we're spending time talking about me. That's a good point. Uh-oh. I'm sensing a Jared Hazen gang up coming on. If only he was here to defend himself. He better not be on the line. That's all I'm going to say. Josh, it's Jared. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very proud to say that we're actually finally talking to some real runners. Jared and Eric, I, I guess my question is, you didn't listen to the, the, the last conversation that I had with Mr. Cappuccino, did you? Please say you didn't. Oh, we listened to it. Oh, all no. of it. Twice. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Well, I just want to apologize. Um, I just want to apologize for Mr. Cappuccino, basically. I did my best to try to correct him and to defend both of you. I don't know how successful I was, but I'm happy to have you both here now. Again, Mostly I was left with the extremely pressing question of why you spend time with Mr. Cappuccino. Well, here's the thing. All press is good press. So 
you know, if it's bad press, it's still good. So, you know, what's funny about this whole thing is I don't know if you've heard of Jim Walmsley. I think he was mentioned on the show. Uh, once and or twice, he was. Yeah. I, yeah, I used to go to high school with that guy. Him and I so, used to run together. We did track and cross country four years together. Well, James so and I. I used to call him James. That's what his close friends. They all right, him. Mr. Cappuccino, just be quiet for a minute. What's funny about the whole thing is, you know, a couple guys wanted to make fun of him. And then in the end, the joke was sort of on them because then Jim got really famous and then the rest of us could just sort of get on the bandwagon and, you know, get fame as well. So that's why we we still talk to Mr. Cappuccino because he gets us press. I see. Well, as long as your reasons for hanging out with him are entirely calculating and self-interested, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Because anything other than that made just no sense to me. Well, he's a hell of a race crew. Okay, this is a fair point, because I, I did ask about this. Jared, what would you say Mr. Cappuccino brings to the table when it comes to crewing? Not a shirt. A lot of stress. Uh, he's liable to rack up a hell of an enterprise bill, getting in accidents, filing claims, upgrading his car. Uh, he rear-ended me. He right. rear-ended me. Yeah. Uh, sometimes he'll skip an aid station if he feels like it. For the, to, for the record, if you the see Ryan thing. Sands, I need to talk to Ryan Sands' crew still. We have some things to hammer out. Uh, he's usually All concerned with running. getting content for the page instead of crewing. Very reliable. So, uh, yeah, he's the best I got. You know what, Jared? The only reason we brought you in on the end of the call is because we didn't think you could make it through the whole interview. Well, you're not wrong, Josh. I probably couldn't have. Eric, help help me make sense of what's going on here. Well, I think you've gotten to know Mr. Cappuccino through through the uh, the podcast here, for better or for worse. And I think, as you've probably figured out, he's um, he's an opportunist, and he's 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 just smart enough to figure out how to, you know, turn things in his favor. I mean, he's not smart enough to really make any money off it, but he's he's just that right level where he can sort of get his foot in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Should we talk about TNF 50? I mean, what was that? That was probably like two, three weeks ago now. I'm just amazed. I'm amazed at the result. Not anyone. I, I couldn't predict it. Like, that's not what I was there for, you know, but. Can you describe your experience? Well, yeah, it was a hell of a day out there. Hell they of a day. breathing down my neck all day. And, uh, well, Josh, not all day. As per usual. Coming into the race, Jared and Eric, I'd love to know what your, what your goals for this race were. Well, you know, you always want to finish what you start. So that, uh, that's always. Oh, the first goal. okay. That's where we're going to start. That's where you're going to start. That's a good place to finish the conversation, I think, huh? Let me with well, you didn't let me finish. <clears throat> Sometimes you got to finish. Oh, I didn't let you finish. Yeah, that was me not letting you finish. All right. Sometimes you got to finish what you start in a car. I mean, you never know how you're going to get there, but some way or another, you got to finish. And um, that's always the, the number one goal. That's probably the first time we've had two winners tie at TNF, I think, huh? Hard to say. Hard to say. It was a. It was an. It was an unexpected finish to the race for sure. Uh, I really didn't see it coming. Yeah, me neither. I didn't know Tim was running either. 
Well, he just came up from nine trails. It was it was he easy. Just, no, that is pretty good. He probably walked up, yeah. Jared, what were your expectations going into the TNF? Well, I was really just hoping to kick Eric's ass. Okay, well, mission accomplished. Right. It's a hell of an assumption. Yeah, well, it was an assumption, Eric. It happened, obviously. Remember? Don't you remember what happened? Me kicking your ass? Yeah. Well, well you forgot. It's like you lost your vision, you lost your memory, hell. The human mind's an interesting organ. It'll forget things for your benefit. Yeah. You know? What What would you say was the most surprising thing about the race this year? I didn't think Mr. Cappuccino would have pants on while he was crewing. That was, that was, a, that was a welcome surprise. That was a welcome surprise, yeah. Speaking of Mr. Cappuccino, I'm curious, this is a question for each of you, what was the post that made you most genuinely livid? You didn't laugh. You were pissed. That's honestly never happened. I wish. I wish. Uh, I wish he was that good. Fair enough. What, what do you think, Jared? Yeah, we'll go with that. I don't want to get into the weeds I, again. I think we can relive. Oh, Jared's Jared's had some moments. I think the campaign around Jared and his Hoka slides really kind of gets to him. No, I love my Hoka slides. I packed them this morning. Yeah, we know you love your Hoka slides. That's the whole campaign. It's to build a brand recognition with Hoka. Right. So people know. Yeah, it's a good thing they're paying you so much for that. (laughs) Mr. Cappuccino, the joke is you don't get paid, you idiot. Hey, uh, speaking of which, both Eric and Jared are sponsored by Hoka. 1-1, time to fly. I think we should go. I just want to say to, to, to Jared and Eric, thank you for coming on. It's nice to talk with accomplished people. And uh, again, congrats on the TNF 50. What, what, a, what, a spectacular, what a spectacular showing from both of you. Before you leave, are you going to plug your uh, campaign run in 2020? Oh, yeah. Uh, if you live in the city of Flagstaff and you're a registered voter, uh, I am here. I hear you and I'm here to work for you. And um, I, I'd love your vote for city council in 2020. Perfect. Well done. Everyone go vote, hopefully, or only those who actually live in Flagstaff. But we, we will be supporting the campaign. And uh, thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Take care. Well, that's it for another edition of Off the Couch. And if, for some unknown reason, you still want to, you can check out Mr. Cappuccino's work at Cappuccino Cowboys on Instagram. Now, of course, I also really want to thank Jared Hazen and Eric Sensman for coming on the show. And again, congratulations to the both of them for their truly remarkable and inspiring performances at the TNF 50. Finally, I want to thank Luke Alley for producing this episode, and thanks to you for listening. As always, keep moving forward, and we will promise to do the same primarily by promising not to have Mr. Cappuccino back on the show next week. Talk to you soon.